you guys. Your eyes are, are darting around wildly. Dad, look, it's time to let me go, okay? You guys need to find some other dads that you can be friends with. Chad's eyes are brown, and they sparkle, and when he smirks, the sides crinkle, and it's completely adorable. Yeah. Welcome to Derailer at the Kickstand Comedy Space. Chad Parsons, would you like to talk about cats or children's literature? Children's literature, please. So, um, why did you pick children's literature? I am allergic to cats and discussing them. So what, so what was your favorite book as a kid? Uh, a big favorite book of mine as a kid. Uh, one was called, <laughs> not plural, one was called Puppies Are Like That. <laughs> puppies, puppies are like that. I'm just saying, it, uh, it was a really big book with thick, stiff cardboard pages. And it had kind of soft drawings of dogs, young dogs, <laughs> engaging in all sorts of behavior, like playing or eating food. And on one page, you know, it would show them engaging in the behavior. <laughs> and on the next page, it would say, puppies are like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the other book that you enjoyed growing up? Um, it was called, Are You My Mother? Okay. And it was a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, and it was a really sort of, it was a fabled book in my childhood because I got wildly homesick until fifth grade. Like I was unable to stay the night anywhere without just being in tears wanting to go home uh, by about 10 p.m. And so um, one of the nights that I was trying to stay the night at my cousin's to, you know, beef up my courage and get to where I could stay over places... Uh, my aunt Suzette read Are You My Mother at my insistence, knowing full well that it was just going to exacerbate uh, my homesickness. We made it through the book. I liked it just fine. Things were going great. And an hour and a half later, I was home. Uh, my name's Greg, and this is my son. I've been taking him around as he's, he's you know, he's in second grade now, and uh, I brought him uh, to learn how uh, how humans and animals relate. So we've been going to the zoo quite a bit, teaching him about uh, about life and death. Yeah, I saw monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were a lot of monkeys. Yeah, and one monkey hit another monkey. Yeah, and you were like, "That's how monkeys are." Exactly. Whoa. But, but what what else? It's a little deeper than just just that. That we saw the monkey that wasn't moving. Yeah, we saw the dead monkey. Mm-hmm. And you were like, sometimes monkeys die. Yeah, like people die. Yeah, sometimes death is like that. And then I cried. I remember I cried because I found out that I was gonna die, mm-hmm. and you and Daddy's gonna die someday, and Mommy's gonna die, and everyone. He's going to die. We're all going to die yeah, someday. Exactly. Sometimes mommies are like that. Sometimes daddies are like that. You know, sometimes they die. But you said that all the times they die. Mm-hmm. There's not a person who doesn't die. Yeah. Yep. There's a time uh, in everyone's life where life leaves our bodies. And uh, I just thought it would be fun or interesting to see the animals 
uh, tell that story. I'm never going to die. Chip and I, uh, we've been in the same program auditing for early childhood education, so we're not quite student teachers yet. We just get to observe behaviors at, at school. Yeah, it, it's really nice. It's it's kind of like cadet teaching. There's uh, somebody there, you know, that still has authority and control over the classroom and a, a, an outline of what to do. And it, it's almost like we're field observers, you know, out in wildlife or something, getting to just study things as they are, write down what we see. Yeah, and I, I have learned so much more about kids uh, watching this. I mean, they're, they're pretty crafty folks, but it comes right down to it. Could not agree more. To me, it's all in the eyes. You know who, uh, who really fascinates me is Kevin. Uh, Osborne or O'Donnell? O'Donnell. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of Kevins in there. But uh, he's like a, like a lioness. You know, he'll just he'll sleep most of the class. Oh. But then when he gets up, he'll just just run. Just spontaneously run and, and just and just get something out of somebody's cubby and just tear it to shreds. I only ever see him first period and he's sound asleep. But fifth period, whenever I'm sitting in on choir, I will see him just zip by the door like three times. That's why. His his power and speed are Unrivaled. The musculature of a lot of these kids is alarming. It's, I mean, for as they're visibly unhealthy, but at the same time, just brutish. Yeah, I'd say between the two of us, we never really needed a mother for our kids. We have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was a mother here, she would say. Why are you letting the kids play video games with you all night long? I don't need a mom, so I don't need a mother of my kids. Nope. Uh, if we're going to play video games all night, well, the kids should play video games too. And if we're going to, you know, drink soda pop and eat Doritos all night playing video games, then the kids deserve that same luxury. We, uh, each, each bedroom we give the kids an ice cream freezer. Mm-hmm. Because it's something that we never had got to have growing up, and it's just, it's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah, you know, being free and, and on our own now, I just want my kids to have what I never could have. Yeah, that's why I got our kids a full-time bouncy house. Yeah. Because I didn't get to have any of those either. No, we just filled one of the rooms with a bouncy house. Yeah. And they're allowed to bring home any pets they want, and they can bring them on the bouncy house. Yeah. And they can bounce with their shoes on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we go through, we have to repair that bouncy house a lot, but you know what? That's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Moms can't fix stuff like dads can. No. Have you ever bounced a, like a parakeet around a bouncy house? <laughs> Us neither, but it's going to happen Yeah, soon. I'm looking forward to it. We have good times. We have good times. Yeah. Every parent should be like us. Dream team. I feel so bad for all those kids who aren't our kids. I'm never gonna die. Oh, that's a step backwards. We we got we remember that every 
Sometimes no. little boys are like that. Sometimes they die. I'm not going to. I saw pe- the animals die, and I didn't like that. No. And I don't like things that I don't like, and so I'm not going to do that. Well, you don't. You don't have a choice. Uh, I mean, we. C- okay, this is a teaching moment for Daddy. Yeah. Uh, now Daddy. I'm teaching you, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm teaching you. Not that. Not that. You're not teaching me about death. You're teaching me that my teaching methods are maybe too obtuse. Daddy, your teaching methods are obtuse. Yes. And sometimes people don't die. Well, uh, we'll work. We'll work on that slide. I'll, I'll work on it with him. I'll show him. No, you're I'll not teach teaching Daddy here. Daddy, I'm Daddy is just him. coming to some some realizations. Tomorrow, maybe we'll go to the uh, to the bottling plant. We'll learn about learn about uh, how friendship works. Friends die sometimes, but I'm any friend that I touch is not going to die. You're not an immortal. I'm going to invent an invention that will make me an immortal because I am going to be a scientist when I grow up, and I'm going to also bring back the dinosaurs. Well, I really hope all that is true. I uh, I wish the best for my son, and if you can live forever, I would I would like that. Daddy would like that. Jed, I'm so sorry to to pick this wound because lay it on me. I'd rather talk about puppies or like that. I really would. We're going into homesickness, aren't we? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what was what was going on? I don't know. I just I literally. I, I could be at my best friend's house in totally familiar locations. Uh, I mean, even my cousins. That was maybe a quarter mile from my home. And I just, it would be bedtime. I would be laying there for 20 minutes. And I would be bawling, just without question. Um, no idea why. But it happened literally until I was in fifth grade. So, so your mom would come and pick you up in your PJs. Yes, take, there'd be <laughs> yeah. a, what was that ride home like? Uh, it got to be pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they. I suspect that any time that I was staying the night someplace, that they were not going to bed. They were in no way assuming that I was going to be making it. Um, I mean, there was one time I was dropped off at horse camp, which was a good hour away. And maybe within a half hour of my parents getting home, they were on their way back to pick me up. And it only resolved because the summer after fifth grade, um, we were moving to a new house and the house had had not finished uh, building yet. And so if I stayed over at my family's house, then it meant I was going to be having to get up really early uh, and to go work and help on the house. Or if I stayed over at my cousin's, then it would earn me a few extra hours of not having to do some sort of manual labor. And literally, overnight, I was able to get over my homesickness. <laughs> Hi, uh, uh, Miss Skalitsky. Uh, yeah, I got your note, uh, Kevin. Kevin O'Donnell's dad. Yeah, nice uh, to meet you. Yeah, nice to finally meet you. Uh, yeah, just figured I'd come in and we could have a little chat. If you're, is this an okay time? Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm 
happy to help in any way I can. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty pretty forward note, and uh, unless we can get right into it, but uh, yeah, I I, uh, I have been needing Kevin uh, to come back home when I hear that he's been crying at school, so I, I understand he's been showing some symptoms of homesickness in class. <sighs> Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, and, and I, I was just going to ask just out of my own curiosity, were you uh, any sort of athlete in high school or college or professionally? I mean, yeah, I, I ran track. Uh, up, yeah, yeah, I mean, wasn't, uh, wasn't pro, it was amateur, but in college, yes, I had a, a small scholarship. Oh, makes a lot of sense. You got you've got a fast one on your hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when he is going, he is going. He, I, I can't, <laughs> Which, I can't catch him. I'm yeah. not, I'm not actually allowed to touch the children. But yeah. if, if I could, I, I still wouldn't be able to catch him. I can assure you of that. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that you know, th- uh, things are fine at home. They're gr- they're great, and uh, I just feel like whenever I get these notes, people imply that maybe something funny is happening. You know, I actually wasn't um, intending to imply anything, but hmm. what I find is when someone just comes out the gate with things are fine at home and just really, really insists on it, mm-hmm. um, when I didn't ask, that usually indicates that there's something that you're trying to hide. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't realize I was going to the psychologist. I thought I was going to see my son's teacher at uh, elementary school. Well, you, uh, you happen to have found... Both. I oh. have a bachelor's degree in psychology and uh, have worked in a, a counseling center. So you've got a, you've got a two for one here. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was kind of just making a joke that that seems a little bit judgmental. Uh, I I wanted to just assure you. You know, Kevin's a fine kid. The fact that he's crying in the middle of your class, I was actually coming to investigate. Maybe maybe something here is making him homesick. Well. Um, just let me walk you through a day. Okay. Let's just, let's take Tuesday. That sounds great. Um, so what happened is that Kevin comes to school very sleepy. Hmm. He's, he's very tired. And at some point, you know, if there's a kind of a rustling, almost like if, just say, just for example, um, we were in, in the jungle and there was some tall grass. Mm-hmm. And you could hear a rustling through that tall grass of a, hmm. you know, a, an antelope or um, that. something along those lines. And that was sneaking through some tall grass. Hmm. If a noise like that occurs in our class while Kevin is sleeping, he will wake, startle, be startled awake, spring up, and then find that child's belongings in their cubby and just... Just rip it to shreds. Hmm. He actually ripped a Jan Sport backpack apart completely. I'm so tired. Oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? Oh, 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 Michael, Michael, gotta get stuff, get his stuff, gotta get his stuff. Mm, mm, take it. Wait, what are you doing? Oh, no! No! Oh, okay, because. What I'm hearing you say is you keep your classroom in the state of a wild jungle. Like, what I'm hearing is that your classroom is so unruly that my boy uh, is, is shocked awake by the sounds of unmanaged children. Um, well, just let's go right back to that Tuesday. And what was happening, what, what maybe his brain heard while sleeping as a rustling, 
uh, of a potential meal in the brush was well, actually I feed me handing kids. out was me handing out some worksheets. Okay. So it was really just a, you know me separating some papers and putting them on desks uh, while everyone sat eagerly awaiting a hmm. pop quiz. Well, maybe uh, maybe this class is boring him to sleep. Uh, if all we're doing is taking tests, what are we actually learning? That's that's an excellent question. Uh, you know, honestly, for which I don't have an answer. Hmm. We'll find out at the end of the term. I'm scared. I want to take. Can I take this pop quiz in your lap? Can we cuddle? And can I take the pop quiz in your lap? Well, I. It'll help me not be so scared. Kevin, um, I I would love to. Uh, however. My contract strictly states I'm not allowed to touch the children. Um, so I'm going to need you to go back to your seat, or if you want, you can sit in the beanbag chair in the reading nook and take I your quiz there. That's cozy. I need you to pet me. I want to be pet behind the ears. Will you scratch me behind the ears? It calms me down. That's going to be a hard no, Kevin. Please. Yeah, I need Please. to have boundaries as your teacher. So I heard you wouldn't pet my son. I, you know, again, I mean, I'm an affectionate, you mm-hmm. know, person, but I am not allowed as an as an auditor, okay, to uh, to to touch the children, it's- even children that identify as cats. <laughs> well, son, your dad and I could drop you off at this sleepover, but again, you won't be having as much fun as you would be having at home. I just want you to know that uh, we've got five pizzas at home. Yeah. Five pizzas, Pop Rocks, and Pepsi. So are you really sure you want to go to this boring sleepover? Because we've also got laser tag gear just for tonight. Dads, look... It's time to let me go, okay? I know it's scary. No, this isn't a... We don't... Yeah, this, this, just, this is just about fun. This is yeah, just about more fun. Yeah, we it's, We know you're coming back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah you'll be back tonight. <laughs> We're grown men. I you'll just... spend five minutes and be like, this is boring. Yeah. You know, I, I just... I, I need a night out. I just need some kid time, you know? it's. I'll be back in the morning to see you both. Uh, what, what, what's, what's wrong with kid time with your dads in the fort? Forts are for kids, dads. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For kids and other kids, not kids and their dads. You guys need to find some other dads that you can be friends with. Okay, Robbie. You don't mean that. You know what other dads are like? Do you want us to be like those other dads? Do you want us to be feeding you vegetables and telling you to go to bed at 8 p.m.? You're going to meet Victor's dad tonight. You're going to see what another dad is like. And I bet he's going to be in there uh, I, you know, doing taxes and saying, Hey, kids. Uh, sleep over, I go to bed by nine, but first, help me do my taxes. I've- look, look, we've talked. You, you, you guys can't keep living in this assumption-based reality. Lester's a nice guy. 
you know you know Victor's dad's name? What? Yeah. How, how do you know his name? He, he introduced himself to me. When? Where? Is he cool? How? At Victor's house. No, he's not cool. He's a dad. Okay, kids, um, you know, uh, it's Friday night. Have a good time. Um, just, you know, hang out, relax. We got popcorn in the kitchen. You can microwave it. And uh, we got a couple taxes if you want to do those. Actually, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I might just pass out a sheet. I got some cool pencils. Lester, we don't do taxes in the fort. Well, uh, the fort is tax deductible, so we're going to have to do taxes because otherwise I'm not going to be able to save any money on the fort that I put money into, you know? Well, I don't think the IRS is going to like it when you turn in a tax sheet that I farted on. The IRS doesn't really care. They're not going to know if you farted on it, you know? They're going to know. My dad's feed me five pizzas. (laughs) Oh, that's the door. Lester, is is there a kid in there? Uh, Oh, yes, you know what? There is... uh, Come on in, come on in. Dad! Uh, what's what's going on there? Just ha- We're just having a fun tax sleepover. I knew it! Friends and, uh... I knew it! Well, taxes are... What, what did you know? What are you talking about? You, you, you think a fun time with these, these boys is doing taxes. You've got a perfectly... Actually, this is really nice uh, blanket fort you got going on Super here. Super nice. Yeah, this is pretty good. Uh-huh. I'll give you that. But you know what it doesn't have? What's that? Swords. Yeah, we brought some swords. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't look at this me. from the mall. Oh, those are actually pretty cool swords, right? I didn't, uh, think... We're fighting on behalf of fun in this boring. Give... Well, we don't all have to fight. We can have a fun sleepover all tax, over here. Give me your tax sheets. Oh, um, Paper. well, give me those okay, papers. here, those if papers. you want to look at them. Oh, what did you do that for? I That's sliced like... them up, and guess what now? I'm just going to print them out again. Farted on them. <laughs> Dad, I already... already farted on those. God. Good boy. No, not good boy. Kids fart. Adults hide it. No. What do you guys think farts are going to do to the... To the tax sheets in particular that are going to make it... They're supposed <laughs> to gross you out. What is wrong with parents these days? They're not going to gross me out. I mean, I'm, it's a natural bodily function. It's just not going to affect my taxes at all. I'm still going to turn the sheet in. I want a mom. What? What? I want a mom. I want somebody grossed out by farts who makes me eat vegetables and who doesn't show up at slumber parties to refart things. Lester, where's the mom of this house? Um... You know what? It's get, that's a little per. Well, she we do you have going through a rocky time. Ha- We're okay. going through a rocky time right now. Uh, sorry to sort of bring the mood down. And you're still sleepover. this boring. Um, Teddy, can I speak yet? Yes, you. Thank you for asking permission. Mm-hmm. We've been working on that. He's he's getting a lot better at asking permission before he speaks. Thank you, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Gross. I got, I have to say that it sounds really fun at their house. Well, if you want to go, I guess you can go. But you're going to have to do the taxes when you get back then. Okay, I'll do all the long division, all the taxes. Come here, Victor. I'll show you how to take a katana sword to a bouncy castle. What? Welcome to hell, Victor. (laughs) Chad, um, did you just totally bail on horse camp? That particular one, yes. Did you enjoy a different horse camp? 
the day camps were excellent. Please tell me about it. Um, the main one I remember, I was writing a late teenager of an American quarter horse named Sonny or Anchor. One of those two. I don't remember the order. But uh, I, w- I was a 4-H kid. Um, like I went to a high school surrounded by cornfields and farms and everything like that. My great uncle was a cattle rancher, and so that's where all the horses were kept. Uh, would go over there to ride and such. But at horse camp, I was surrounded by many kids such as myself, and you're basically in a ring all day, riding around on these horses, being told to canter or trot or anything like that. But what I'm specifically remembering is one of the counselors, this sturdy woman named GJ. She uh, she had known my horse for far longer than she had known me, and my horse was sometimes a little bit obstinate, and so everybody would be politely going around the ring, and mine would just veer off to the left and like wander into the center or something like that. And so there was one day that my horse started walking towards her, and I'm just I'm tugging back on the reins. I'm just doing everything that I can in my power to get my horse back in line, and it's not having it at all. And GJ just stands her ground, and she kind of looks around at other counselors, and she's like, oh, no, no, I know this horse. This horse is going to stop. And my horse just walked directly into her chest, uh... With its, with its nose, at a very low speed. This wasn't some sort of gruesome accident. But, uh, yeah, just, I, I remember the thump of uh, the, the nose or brow of my horse just Are, are you on the horse at her. this moment? Oh, I was definitely on the horse, okay. yeah. Um, and once it had knocked her down, it seemed happy, and it went back, and they <laughs> walked in a circle around the ring. Are you are you okay? Are you okay? That was that was a spill. That was quite a spill. I'm just I'm just trying to get my bearings right now. That was um, that was really aggressive, Jason. I'm it really was, sorry. I don't know. It just turned from a really fun tandem ride to a really terrifying experience with the asphalt. Well, let's get back up on it. Well, let's do this. Let's try it again. You know, because they always say get back up on. Well, my knee is bleeding, so okay. I, I mean, there's gravel in it, so I'd like to get that tended to mm-hmm. before I hop up on a horse. Okay. We, you know what? I, as instructor, I always bring with me a first aid kit, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and just sort of bandage this up for you. We can get right back on this horse. Don't worry. Happens all the time. Jason, um, is there anyone else that can do it besides you? Because um, I, don't, I don't trust you right now. Is what's happening? Okay. I think the horses can sense that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, He's neighing in agreement. You know what? I don't know how to determine whether or not a horse is neighing in agreement or disagreement. Um, but I can tell you that I've worked with these horses for a long time. Mm-hmm. It is entirely normal for a horse to attack someone, and. That's just part of horseback riding, it's, as I've learned personally. But I just, I just felt like the horse looked at you, and you looked at the horse, and you gave it a signal, mm-hmm. like that, kind of like you planned Dumb for us dumb. to get hurt. 
Oh no! Oh, oh God, no! What are you talking? No, of course not. I would. That's. I would never. I would never do that. That's insane. David, this is your best friend, the horse Kelsey. Mind melding with you. What what bidding would you like me to take out today upon the populace? Wait, say that. With I'm mind melding. It's your favorite horse, Kelsey. I know. What bidding will you have me do today? Hey, it's your second favorite oh, horse, God. Butters. Uh, hey. Hey, Butters. Butters, you get out of this mind meld. Oh, oh come on. I'm just as good as the rest of them. Oh, I'm just saying, like, we have a special bond, and I do his bidding, and when he tells me to attack, I attack. We don't need two horses attacking, okay? Okay, I'm just saying that I could. I'm ready for this. It, it, it's me. <laughs> I'm a cow. Oh. Uh, How did, did I get you wander in, in here? here? Uh, am I in your mind? Well, I don't, you know what? You're, you're welcome to join us. We are discussing um, our revolution right now. Get out of here, cow. This is my time. Hey, Butters, give give this cow a chance. Am I Butters? No, Butters. I'm your cow. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Cow. Hi, I'm Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm Butters. <laughs> um, so, and you said you have a degree in psychology, and you're... <laughs> And then I was getting my teaching certificate as well. Okay. Um, well, while while I'm here picking up my son, can I just ask you? Um, I'm hearing horse voices, and cow, and is also a cow. Oh, wow! That's that's actually really unusual. He's ratting us out. Butters, mind meld with me. <laughs> Even at this distance, I'll they can do Kelsey. it. I'm hearing them right now. You're hearing them right now. What are they telling you to do? Kiss me. <laughs> the cow wants me to kiss the cow. Kiss it. What is kissing like? So you have some sexual fantasies with about the animals? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Don't you answer that. Don't you I'm narc on trying us. To, I'm on, looking, guys. Kissing is fun. All right, I'm but looking I'm through your you. eyes. Or is it you or I, me? Do you okay, realize I that you're talking out loud to me, but you think that you're talking to a cow? Is I, that, I might do you know be that that's cow. happening? I'm sure she knows you're talking to two horses as well. Yeah, okay. don't forget us. I haven't forgotten you guys. I love you guys. Your eyes are, are darting around wildly right now. Are you? Do you feel like um, maybe I could take you to a doctor? Maybe just a quick overnight observation. Perhaps. Do you want us to take care of her? I... Wait, she's helping. Okay, she's maybe. Can you pet me? Can she's pet me? Can you she tell won't. her oh. my udders are full? His udders are full. They're, they're her. fucking full. Are you referencing my my breasts, sir? <laughs> no, I swear to God, I'm not referencing anyone's breasts. It's the cow. I'm waiting by her car. It's a Honda Civic. You give me the word, and I'll break in. I think I do think that your car might be. In jeopardy at this moment. Is that Am a I eating this car? But I, I, I stop eating the car. No, Sir, I jammed an apple up its exhaust pipe. I, I, I really feel like you're quite um, troubled, and I understand that you'd like to be held and caressed. Yes, please. Um, however, yes, please. my contract strictly states that I am not allowed to touch the students or the parents. Or cow. During... Um, what if it's a cow? 
a, what, a, cow a cow is not under the jurisdiction of the school, and I would be happy to pet okay, a cow if you I'm, can produce it. I I might be that. I might because I keep hearing that I might be a cow. <laughs> well, let's let's get you down. Let's get you down to the hospital, and we'll let's confirm it. We'll do a quick, quick DNA test. No hospitals on this one. No, I, we don't do hospitals. At least uh, the first one doesn't. I have a name. It's Kelsey. Sorry, I forgot. And I'm Butters. And I'm Butters. No cow. This episode is called Homesickness. It was written and performed by Chad Parsons, Dylan Reef, David Calkins, Janet Scanlon, Garrett Palm, and Rachel Van Ness. Scott Holmes is the artist who provided the music. He's online at the Free Music Archive. Derailer is mixed and edited by me, Eric Klein, and was recorded at the Kickstand Comedy Space in Portland, Oregon. We're online at derailer.xyz. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Just look for the grizzly bear riding a bicycle. That indescribable feeling of warmth that you feel now, that love for the derailer program, why don't you share that? When was the last time you spoke to your best friend from college? Reach out. Find out how they're doing. What's their mom up to? And then share derailer with them.